Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, the one and only Strawberry Ice. Trying this for the first time, I got the YouTube channel going and I'm also recording my podcast, so it should be the exact same thing. So if you always wanted to, you like listening to me and you can't take it on the road, you know, if you're walking around or listening at work, you can listen on my podcast. Just go to Spotify or Apple iTunes, uh, look for Sports with Strawberry Ice. As always... I am brought to you by T-Properties, quality homes for quality people. Check out their website, tpropertiesllc.com, for all your rental property needs and your rental needs. All right, let's get into this, guys. This is a college basketball team I know I have never (laughs) mentioned in the year that I've been doing my show. Now, granted, this is on my second podcast, but I've been doing the show for a year. The Dayton Flyers. Dayton Flyers, I am very, very excited for the Dayton Flyers. That fan base is fanatical. There's a reason that the NCAA has the first, the playing games. I still call them the playing games. They call it the first two rounds now. But the playing games in Dayton, because Dayton is a great basketball town. But the Dayton Flyers are ranked number seven in the top 25 this week. That is awesome. The Flyers are 17-2. and two. 6-0 and in the A-10, and they are starting to get some love from ESPN's Scott Van Pelt. He interviewed Dayton, Flo- Dayton Flyers forward, I hope I don't mess his name up, but Obi Tippin or Topton. I think it's Topton, Thursday night. Topton is the leading scorer for the Flyers with 19.5 points per game and 7.7 rebounds. So it's nice to see the Dayton Flyers getting some love, getting some recognition. Like I said, the Dayton Flyers, their fans have always been fanatical. They are a great, that's a great college town, and I'm very happy that they're getting some love. Now, we got a pretty good, a big slate of college basketball games this weekend. For some reason, UC's not playing. I don't know why, but that's just the way the schedule goes sometimes. We got to wait till Tuesday for them. But Xavier fans, you guys are playing Sunday at 4 o'clock versus Creighton. You guys are coming off a great win against Georgetown on Wednesday night. That was a much-needed win. Xavier is kind of in the same boat as Cincinnati. We haven't played that great. Uh, you don't have any marquee wins yet. This one, this one's pretty good. Other games going on on Saturday, locally. You got Louisville versus Clemson, 2 o'clock. Dayton Flyers, they're playing Richmond at 6 and, of course, I didn't forget about you, you big blue nation. You guys are playing Texas Tech also at 6 o'clock. So you got the Flyers and the Cats playing at 6 o'clock at the same time. Now, this is something I kind of want to bring up. It's kind of a – it's Friday, TJF. Something that I want to toot our own horn here for the uh, tri-state area. And if you know what the tri-state area is, it's Cincinnati, Indiana, and Kentucky. We have some of the best college basketball teams around. I mean, right here in Cincinnati, we got UC and Xavier. They're only a couple miles apart. Going down south, you got Kentucky and Louisville. Up north, Dayton and Ohio State. Ohio State's a good basketball team this year. I don't think nationally our area gets enough credit for, we don't get enough credit for being good at anything. Yeah, to be honest, from national media. But as far as college basketball goes, in this area, you can't beat it. They always talk about Tobacco Road and, you know, 
North Carolina and Duke and Wake Forest and all that stuff. In our state, in our area, we have a ton of great college basketball. I wish people would give us more credit and say, you know what? The Tri-State area, you guys got some great college basketball. Now, this brings me to another point about just the national media as far as the, just say, Ohio area goes. Because you got the Bengals who are going to draft Joe Burrow. They're going to draft Joe Burrow. And then you got the Browns and all their dysfunction. But every time you ever hear anybody talk about, in the national media that is, talking about the Bengals or talking about the Browns or talking about the Reds or talking about the Indians or talking about the Cavaliers, it's nobody wants to go there and play. It's a terrible place to play and blah, blah, blah. It's dysfunction and all this stuff. I am hearing this a ton about the Bengals. Now, granted, the Bengals are not that well ran, I don't think. But it doesn't mean that Joe Burrow doesn't want to come here. It doesn't mean things can't change. It doesn't mean the Browns can't change. It doesn't, I mean, things do happen. I mean, Cleveland Cavaliers, they won the NBA championship a couple years ago. They were in, the Indians were in the World Series not that long ago. The Reds, now, this is 47 years ago, had the greatest team ever in history called the Big Red Machine. I just don't like it that we get such a, I don't know, a bias toward us of how this area is perceived. Like the Columbus Blue Jackets right now. Everybody's like, oh, nobody wants to go play in Columbus. That's why Panarin left. That's why Bob left. And Columbus is a great area. It's a great place to raise your kids. It's a great place to grow up. I mean, Ohio's awesome. Right now, the Blue Jackets are awesome. They are on a six-game winning streak. The only thing that's stopping the Blue Jackets right now, the All-Star break. Which that starts. They're on it right now. The All-Star game is this weekend. But the Blue Jackets have been unstoppable. In the past 22 games, the Jackets have only lost two games. They are 16-2-4 in that span. 16-2-4. They have got to be the hottest team in the NHL right now. As of right now, they are in sole possession of the first wild card game. So what that means for, if you don't know what uh, that means for non-hockey fans... If the playoffs end today, they'd be in. They are within points of getting into that third position, which would be great. Now, remember, last year, we beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they were the best team in the NHL in the regular season. long as you get in, you never know what's going to happen. Now, local hockey, the Cincinnati Cyclones are skating tonight. They are at Wheeling, the Wheeling Nailers. The puck drops at 7 o'clock. Now, you can't go watch them tonight, but if you have the Cyclones app, you can listen to the game. And like I said before on my show, you guys need to go out there and support the Cyclones. They are the most consistent winning professional team we have. And cheap tickets. Well, it used to be cheap beer. I went there down, down there now. It's like, get like $10 a beer. Like, so that's not cheap anymore, but, you know. Uh, so that brings me to... The favorite part of my week. And if you're new to the show, like if you're listening to it on the first time on the podcast, I had this thing that I call the Zeke of the week. And a Zeke of the week. A Zeke is somebody who's does something silly or stupid or, you know, or just you look at him going, huh? You're a Zeke. Why would you do that? Now, after the bar fight that broke out at the Kansas-Kansas State game, I think it's pretty obvious who the Zeke or Zeeks of the week 
We're having multiple ones here. I'm, every guy who got suspended, don't worry, I'm going to list them. You guys are the Zeke's of the week. Both schools, Zeke's of the week. All right, the guy is suspended. Silvio, Des, Des, I can't say his name, DeSalso? Des, I, anyway, I know I messed that name up, but I think that's it's Silvio. We'll just go with Silvio. He suspended 12 games by the Big 12. His teammate, David McCormick, suspended two games. Hey, Kansas State, you guys are Zeke's too. <laughs> James Love the third. He didn't get much love. He's a Zeke. He suspended eight games. His teammate, Antonio Gordon, got three games. The biggest Zeke out of all, and I've said this earlier this week, Silvo. Man, I don't understand. You guys are winning. I know the dude stole the ball from you. Go block the shot, walk off the court. The game was over. Not only did you not do that, you stood over the guy. Then you started swinging, and then you decided to grab a stool. Thank God you didn't swing that. Now, you can look at the video. People say that assistant coach grabbed it out of his hand. It looks like he dropped it too. Either way, that was the smartest decision he had after he picked it up is he dropped it. (laughs) I don't understand how you get that heated in that situation. I understand it's a rivalry game, but that's just ridiculous. Anyway, you guys are the Zeeks of the week. All right, guys, that's just sports, baby. Make sure you guys follow me on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, because if you're watching this, you can see me. And like I said, I got a podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Like I said before, that's just sports, baby. Take it easy. See ya.